Hello and welcome to Ooh La La Don't Mind If I Do, a podcast about the finer things in life. I'm Sean, no nickname needed Tony, and allow my fellow hosts to introduce themselves. My name is Cameron, Jared, Amadeus, Simon, King of the Castle, Lord of the Manor, Trenolange. What? You can't do that. I'm Jared, Amadeus, Simon, King of the Castle, Lord of the Manor, Simon. I'm, what well, is, that's my nickname. What am I supposed to do now? Who am I? What am I doing here? People heard you say it, and they're like, oh, that's really cool. What if we called Cam that? Yeah. So People think I'm cool? I've always thought Cameron has this Jared, Amadeus, Simon-esque about him. Like, it's a nice Jared kind of vibe. You know, they felt that I was more befitting of Jared Simon than for Jared Simon. And I can't argue the facts like it sounded really good when I said it. Yeah, and it felt like it belonged in there. I mean, that's what's tearing me apart is like when you said it, I was like, yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. Which who am I? It's nothing personal, buddy. It's just like, yeah, yeah, no, not at all. So, Jared. Yes. So, I'm sorry. I meant Jared <laughs> Prime. I was so confused. I yeah. didn't know who you were talking to. I'll refer to not Cameron as Jared Prime. OK, for uh, uh, consistency sake. So Jared Prime. That's me. <laughs> you have a written statement that you would like to read out loud now that you want to just address to all the listeners and one listener in particular, correct? Yes. Yes. One listener, one of our biggest fans, John Mullaney. Huge fan of the show. Yeah. Thanks for listening. One of the early supporters from like day one. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show, fan of the show, John Mullaney. I had referenced a bit of his and I realized I didn't attribute it to him in episode two when I said, yeah, Sean, we get it. Numbers are the letters of math. That is definitely from his standup. And I had said it. Uh, as a reference. And so, Mr. Mullaney, uh, when you do inevitably listen to this episode, there's your attribution. However you say it. Credit where credit is due. I do have to say, I completely believe Jared in thinking that it was his own joke because he's like filled with funny, funny ideas. Like whenever we go to the diner, he just keeps playing What's New Pussycat over and over again. And he has this character that he does whenever he orders a tuna sandwich. He pretends to prank me with it. Honestly, Jared's like one of the most original comedians I know. Well, it was too much tuna. Yeah, I've never seen anyone else do these bits besides Jared. So just want to give him a big pat on the back there for definitely coming up with those routines all on his own. You know what? I have a stack of post-its and a pencil. And what can I say? <laughs> Hold on. Yes. Um, Uh-oh. Just got a text. Oh, boy. We got a a listener calling in. Yeah, uh, hold on. Hello? Oh, hi, Mr. John Mulaney. I, I've never texted the way that you're currently texting. Well, no, I got a call, too. <laughs> it's 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 voice to text. Okay. Um, he actually says that you did the joke better than him, so he's cool with it. You can take back the apology. So I think that's who I'm going to be in future episodes is I'll be Jared John Mulaney Simon. Oh, man, I'm going to kibosh that one right now because I think that's taking a bit too far. All right. I mean, that clears the air because then I can be Cameron Jared Amadeus Simon King of the Castle of the Manor Trenoland. <laughs> and... It really just, it's its a win-win. Maybe Jared needs a new nickname like New in Town or the Comeback Kid. Oh, no, people call me Kid Gorgeous. That's who they call, that's, I mean, that's me. Oh, uh, okay. Well, everyone knows that I'm going to have a new nickname next month anyway, because they just come and go. So I guess Jared will get his name back soon enough. I'll continue to be me. The, the loyal Democrat that I am. I <laughs> <laughs> the loyal Democrat that I am. Yes, that's me. That's who. That's oh my. Gosh. That's the political party I affiliate with. That's so cool. I forgot this is a political podcast. All right, so Democrat Jared Simon, uh, it's an honor to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I, we. It's time. It's about time we politicize this entire podcast. This is the political party episode, is it not? Oh, we're talking about political parties? We're talking Republicans, Democrats, Greens. Democrats. Libertad- we're talking Democrats. <laughs> Wait, the, no, the Democrats are a real thing. Meow. The Democrats are a band that Cameron and I saw. Surprise! <laughs> Hold on. Why'd you ruin this great conversation about this really cool surprise duo from Pennsylvania called the Demo Cats to surprise us? What's the surprise? The surprise is, Cameron, you want to tell him? Sean, we... Are the Demo Cats here? The Demo Cats are here. And they have a new song called Happy Birthday. birthday. Happy Birthday, Sean Tony. That's oh what we're saying. We are throwing you a surprise oh, party. What? It's not political at all. Wait, there is no song? There's a, Well, there is a song. It's Happy Birthday, and we will sing it to you. It's different from the, the Ooh La La anthem. But I definitely lied about the Demo Cats being the ones to perform it. No, we're hiring someone different. Okay. We're not telling you who. It's well, going to be a surprise mm-hmm. because that is one of the fanciest parties, is it not? Yeah, but I'm going to... Can I form a complaint? You can form a complaint? You can form one in your head. And then voice it right now if you want. All right. My birthday was five days ago. Today is April 25th. 
Correct. Today is that day. <laughs> is is the surprise uh, that it wasn't on my birthday? Uh, yes. Is that the biggest surprise of all? <laughs> the surprise is that we are doing this in the past. Yeah. Preemptively celebrating your birthday also in the future. Oh. So really, this is just a mishmash of... You know, I'll just pretend that this is the day before my birthday and we're doing a last second plan. How about that? All right. Because we got we to gotta plan your party. We want oh, you to have... Thank you. We want to... We were surprising you with the idea of the party and we want to plan you the perfect party. And what better way to plan a party than getting the person involved that we're throwing the party for to tell us everything they've ever wanted to go down at their party. Yeah, all of the fanciest stuff. So, Sean, I mean, let's get into it, buddy. I mean, what kind of parties are fancy? I mean, we're talking about Pizza parties, oh. costume parties, Ooh. slumber parties. What mm. do you think? I, I will say I'm, I'm a fan of the themed parties. I think they're fun to do. Um, oh, yeah? Mm. I, I like themes. I, you know, I think it's fun for everyone to kind of like... It's almost like you're walking into a world. Like, you guys remember in Nightmare Before Christmas when Jack Skellington finds himself in that, like, forest of all the holiday trees, and each one, there's, like, a Thanksgiving tree, there's an Easter tree, mm-hmm. and he only really explores two of the trees, which I feel is a huge missed opportunity for that film. A lot of room for sequels there. Yeah. However, they have not cashed in on that, and probably for good reason. Yeah, but, uh, it's for the best. I like to think of, like, a theme party as, like, you're opening a door of that theme, and you're entering a new space. Like, a whole theme. So you want a themed party. So for your party, we're going to put a tree in front of your house. The ooh la la lunar estate? Yeah. <laughs> so that's how you get into the party is you want yeah. you want you want people to enter your birthday party through a tree. Yeah, that actually that's that sounds really great. Got it. Noted. <laughs> and the door will be shaped like your face. Yeah. So that, that everyone knows that they're entering the Sean Tony party. Ooh, okay. I have an idea. So birthday parties mm-hmm. go hand in hand. Balloons. Ooh. Mm-hmm. What if everyone had a personal hot air balloon? <laughs> Ooh, that is a fancy way to travel nonetheless. Yeah, let's I- take it to the next level cuz we I mean we've got money to spend, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're millionaires. Nothing but the best for our good friend Sean. If we want to have the balloon aesthetic, which is, you know, balloons everywhere, but we want to have them be hot air balloons, why not expand the mansion to be even taller than it currently is and fill the room with hot air balloons? Oh, that sounds great. Oh, and you'll just have floating different. So instead of hanging out in different corners, listening to music with your friends, you just jump from hot air balloon to hot air balloon when the conversation gets stale. Right. Guys. Or if you're on the ground floor, you can look up and look at how majestic these hot air balloons are. Wow. I have four words for you. Yeah. Hot air balloon animals. <laughs> what? We hire a giant who is also a clown. A giant clown? You know how clowns make balloon animals? Uh-huh. Oh, balloon animals. Yeah. I yeah. kept, I'm such an idiot. You I thought, thought there you were, were animals about, in the hot air balloons. Yeah, I thought he wanted real animals in the hot air balloons. No, I mean like a clown bending a hot air balloon to make it look like a little puppy dog. Uh, I feel like a putz. Oh, jeez. You feel like a pup? I feel like a pup. Puppy putz. I mean, I think this is just a precious idea. We gotta figure out the logistics. Yes. Yes. There's no shortage of giant clowns, so I think we'll be fine. You know, I think that's something that really makes a party a party is is friendly, welcoming, towering clowns. Okay, but real, like, real talk, clowns can be scary. What? (laughs) What'd you say? Yes, they can be scary. (laughs) They can be scary. Clowns can be very scary. (laughs) It's a lot like the movie It, which I haven't seen, but I hear it's very scary. It's just like it, though. Oh, exactly. (laughs) It's just like it. So there's a clown, Uh and... He's a big, I don't know how big the clown is, but he's a scary clown. Are we talking Tim Curry or the new guy? You know, they're both freaky. I don't like either of them, and they both haunt me in my dreams. And if you have a clown there, I am i don't know how long I'm going to hang out. Well, this is what I was going to get at, is yes, clowns can be scary. Clowns can be funny. I don't know if I've ever seen a funny clown. <laughs> no, I've never seen a funny clown. Even in The Simpsons, a comedy show, and in that show, there is a show that Krusty the Clown hosts that's supposed to be funny. Krusty is, like, very rarely making people laugh aside from when he gets hurt accidentally. Right. So it's the slapstick nature of the clown that's funny. It's the schadenfreude of the... Yeah, okay. So how about this? We get a giant clown, and then everyone gets together to make sure that we can trip the giant clown, and he falls over onto his butt, and then, like, we just... Let's all beat up a giant clown. That's what I want for my birthday. Is that assault or bullying? No, it's a pinata, Cameron. What we do is we hire a big clown. We buy, we get a big boy, we get a big boy, we paint him up, hang him from the ceiling, and everyone whacks the shit out of him. Oh my God. And then 
Candy falls out. I don't know from where. Probably his pockets. Well, I want to hit him harder than that. <laughs> You're really trying to clock this guy. I want my candy. Knock the clown's head off, get some sweet, sweet candy from his innards. Is any of this fancy? Because I don't think it is. I think it's like a fever dream. This sounds like if if uh, Stanley Kubrick's eyes wide shut took like a detour through a carnival is what it sounds like. <laughs> I just, I just want to say that this has escalated to being a fever dream within like 10 minutes and it's like much sooner than how F-Ball escalated into being a fever dream which took an entire episode to do. <laughs> All right. So, Sean, we're definitely going to throw you a themed party. But really, let's talk about the fancy parties and what parts of the fancy parties we want to incorporate. Like, what's the difference between a ball and a gala and maybe even a soiree? Okay. Which one is fancier? So, soiree, I think, is like very – it's a personal thing. Like, it's just – a couple of your friends, you have a soiree. It's like, I'm thinking like Great Gatsby kind of stuff. You can't define the term using the term. I feel like a soiree is almost like a night out. Yeah. Like a night on the town. It's like. But like a ball or a gala can be like used as like a fundraiser of sorts. Like it's an event as opposed to just like mm. a social thing. I thought a gala was for fundraising, which I don't think is as fancy as a ball. No. Which would just be thrown for like, you know. For, for sport. Fancy purposes. <laughs> you throw sport. balls for sport. And then you have the soiree. You got to catch. I thought the soiree was where you invite people over. I didn't know that you went out. I think going out is fancy. Yeah. You dress up. Don't have to clean up the house. You're going out. Going out is fancy for the guests. But considering our mansion, if we're throwing a party, right. a night in is actually quite fancy. Yeah, a lunar estate. Not a lot of people get to go to one. So really, your party is going to be a gala. Mm, but we're not raising funds, are we? Isn't it more of a ball? So I think we're getting lost in the semantics of the term. Right. We're just going to call it a party. We can call it a gala if we really want to. But let's talk about what makes it well, fancy. It's different from a hullabaloo. It's not a hullabaloo. It's certainly not a hootenanny. It's not a romp. A hullabaloo, I don't think that's a party at all. I think it's a big, a large commotion. <laughs> like, what's all this hullabaloo? <laughs> but not like, hey, let's go to a hullabaloo. <laughs> what, you've never gotten, you've never RSVP'd to a hullabaloo? You're missing out. Hey, you know, let's all go to that. What's that noise over there? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sean, you know what? I'm not going to invite you to my next hullabaloo, but I'll, I'll send you an invite for my next shindig. How does that sound? Please do. A shindig sounds like just the swell kind of time. Uh, you know, I like shindigs personally. I mean, they're very casual. It's just like, hey, why don't you come over? I'm going to throw on a record. We're going to spin some wax. You know what I mean? What? Jared, have you ever been invited to a shindig? No, but I imagine that's how those people talk, right? I'm going to spin some wax, right? <laughs> oh, no. I, I was definitely not thinking that shindigs were mainly used by DJ culture. Really? No, I was thinking a shindig's like, I was thinking like almost cowboy. I guess I think like archaeology because of the dig aspect. Like if I'm throwing a shindig, I'm just thinking about a shindig. I'd have checks mix and I'd be spinning some wax, you know? Checks mix and Skrillex. Guys, I don't think there's any literal digging at a shindig. That changes the fundamentals of it completely for me. Hey, guys. Yeah. What's the fanciest thing you've ever seen at a party? Ooh, that's a great question. Mm. I can start it off. Yeah. Go for it. All right. uh, So this past Valentine's Day, I took my girlfriend, Jenny, and we went to the Museum of Natural History to the planetarium for this event called, like, An Evening Under the Stars. Mm -hmm. And they had a live jazz band there. Ooh. Which was great because while we were waiting in line for food for almost an hour, we got to listen to jazz. Oh, that's very nice. That's very yeah, no, fancy. Yeah, it was nice. They, they played some really nice music. It was very up close and personal. And it, it sets the mood for sure because it's very loud. <laughs> the speakers do a good job. The louder, the fancier. Yeah. yeah. See, now I feel bad about the fanciest thing I've ever seen at a party because, like, that sounds really sweet. And, like, a chocolate fountain is sweet, like, technically. <laughs> In a very literal sense. Uh-huh. But it was really fancy. I mean, they were, like, it was, like, four levels of flowing chocolate. Did you dip anything in there that you weren't supposed to dip in there? Like your foot? Yes. Use your foot? Yes. Just dip your toe in there a little bit. It's chocolate covered big toe. <laughs> what did you do with that? Did you have a I, s- I sucked on it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. no. I hate this. Oh. Yeah, I was sitting in the corner. I had I had my shoe and my side. It was my right hey, foot. Hey, Cameron, I, can you talk about literally anything else? Sure, absolutely, buddy. <laughs> it was the fanciest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Jared? I'm just glad you didn't dip your toe in the fondue, all right? Oh, uh, that would have burned. Cheesy foot. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy foot sounds. Sounds like a parody snack in a cartoon. 
Like instead of Cheetos, yeah, I'm just eating some cheesy feet. You know, it's funny is if you got cheese toes, I feel like that's actually athlete's foot, which is oh, not. Oh God. Fancy. Okay. Anyway, um, this is about my party. <laughs> I don't know if it's the fanciest thing I've seen, but I think it's very important to note. I think that having an ice sculpture, oh yeah, at your event or your party is a sign of that's beautiful. Yeah, it's elegant. It's a sign of wealth. It's temporary much like the party itself it's you're here for a good time but not for a long one and yeah and you know what it really helps define the limit of the party the scope of the party because if that thing is like melted and unrecognizable it's like hey go home yeah i like ice sculptures (laughs) because they remind me that death is inevitable exactly but also i'm wondering are ice cubes technically tiny little ice sculptures i think if you chip into them yeah well you give them form when you put them in a, a tray so you're technically sculpting them in a sense to be a cube okay you're molding them. Okay. I think if you take the cube and then you sculpt something out of the cube, it becomes a sculpture, right. much like a, a piece of marble. So it's a difference from like having a mold where it just hardens and becomes that sh- forms to that shape yeah. versus like having a chisel. Yeah. And actually, yes, like like sculpting it like it implies. OK, I can I can co-sign to that. You know, Cameron, now that you mentioned it, I've seen ice sculpture, which doubled as an ice luge what? at a party. They would pour the alcohol in the top of the thing and there was a little runway for the alcohol to run down the ice and then someone would be at the very bottom ready to take the shot Ooh. and they'd be drinking. It was stupid fancy. That's how fancy okay, it was. That's, that's very fancy. What was the sculpt? What was the part of the sculpture that it came out of? I don't want to share with Jared. Wait, Jared, what kind of party was this? I don't I don't want to share. Was it pee pee? Was it like someone taking it? Was it wasn't a pee pee sculpture? It wasn't pee pee. It wasn't pee pee. Oh, that's okay. where I went. I thought it was going to be a pee pee sculpture. No, if I tell you where people are drinking out of, it's going to change the whole dynamic of the party. And then you're not going to think I'm fancy. Was it a teat? <laughs> I mean, I think drinking out of a person is a little creepy. That's what I'm saying. It's like when you said, was it a pee-pee thing? I'm like, nah, I'm just picturing like the statue of David or whatever it is. It's just like, oh, God. And you're just like taking the... Why did you need to make the sound? No one wants to hear that. I'm trying to paint a portrait in our listeners' eyes of how an ice luge works. All right, here's what I want at the party. I think I want a jazz band. I definitely want an ice sculpture. I want a chocolate fountain as long as Jared is not allowed... Anywhere near it. You can't do that. You can't, know, do you can't stop me from dipping my toes in that chocolate fountain. It's so warm. All right, we can't we can't hold Jared back. Yeah. He's going to put his toe in there if we have it. Oh. Okay, what about a fondue, though? Well, Jared, would you ever try to get cheesy food? <laughs> I would, who do you mean? Would I get? No, I wouldn't. I don't set out every day trying to be like, how can I get cheesy food today? It's not like I leave the house like, where's that cheese fountain? Nope, there it is. Cheesy foot. Like, I don't. I will. I won't dip my. I won't. All right. I won't intentionally dip my feet in your cheese. <laughs> we were at Chipotle and they show you like, do you want cheese? Are you really just thinking of like hopping the guardrail and just going like, wow, wait a second, jamming your feet in that cheese? That's why Jared loves Chipotle so much because they added queso <laughs> and he's just dipping his toe in the queso. You know, queso toe. I've been playing The Last of Us recently, so I've I've learned a new tactic, which is if I want to distract someone, I could throw a brick or a bottle in a different direction and then they'll just like go over there. So that's my new thing at chipotle is i throw a bottle and i break it in the back of the store oh my God. and everyone scatters back there and then i hop over Jared. and i just bathe my feet you're causing a hullabaloo <laughs> yeah i've been throwing hullabaloos what do you guys think i meant jared i have a question for you i got an answer do you like the chipotle queso I, you know as soon as you brought it up i wanted to immediately interrupt you and tell you what i thought about the, <laughs> the chipotle queso and i i was like no let's keep it focused but i'll tell you i'll tell you it's bad i didn't like yeah it, it, it was not good it was not good is it maybe it was my batch maybe it was my my batch, but like, was it? No, no, no. We all had a bad experience. I tried it a couple times. Was it chunky? Well, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it's chunky. It's just that it's like it wasn't smooth. No, it's like watery. Yeah, watery is the best way I would describe it. There was texture to it. Yeah, it's not like a thick cheese sauce. It just feels like <sighs> watered yeah. down cheese. I don't know. I don't want to disparage the brand, and I don't want to seem like we're sponsored by Moe's, but like they've got queso figured out. I'm just saying. Qdoba also, but hey. Oh yeah, they had good. They had good. You've always been an advocate for Qdoba, and they do have good queso. So Chipotle, we like you, but ooh la la, I'll pass, but thank you very much. <laughs> but your queso is not invited to my party. Let's keep talking though. Yeah. So ooh la la, I'll pass, yeah, thank la, you very la, much to the Chipotle the queso. The first ooh la la of the day goes to Chipotle's <laughs> queso in my party episode. What the hell?
hell is going on? <laughs> well, you, you know what I'll tell you is actually what would be cool, because at my bar mitzvah, which was a fancy party. <laughs> oh, let's, this is a great thing to talk about, because bar mitzvahs are a very big party. Please. Yeah, no, seriously. Go well, on, go, go on. So, so at my bar mitzvah, my parents had a nacho bar, <laughs> and uh, I didn't get, what was a shame was that I couldn't take part in it because everyone wanted to shake my hand and say mazel tov. Because it's nacho bar. It's nacho. <laughs> That's why you couldn't take part. Oh, that's good. God damn it. I'm so upset that it's been like, what, 12 years since my bar mitzvah and I haven't thought about that an entire time? Gotcha. It'd be cool if you had like a burrito bar at your at your party, Sean, you know, so but it was a burrito bar with all of the best things from all of your favorite like fast food, fast casual Mexican restaurants like Moe's or Qdoba and Chipotle. And what's another one? Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell. But is this fancy? No. It's cool. Okay. I think I think that's really fancy. I mean, it's not caviar fancy, but like where else can you go? Wait, what if you put the caviar in the burrito? Oh, my gosh. You could do that. Why? That's a game changer. So here's the thing. I prefer burrito bowls. Mm. And I think if I want a really fancy, nice decorative bowl to put my burrito in. Okay. Hmm. But I also just remembered something about surprise parties. I have a good surprise party story, if you guys would like me to share. Yes, please share. So this is around when I was about eight or nine years old. And it was like right around my birthday. Yes, yes. And my dad's like, hey, Sean, I got to go somewhere. Come with. Uh, he had to go to like Home Depot or something. And then like I went with him. And on the way back, he stopped by Zany Brainy, which was a really cool toy store back in the day. And he was like, I'll buy you one toy. I remember those. Go through, find, find something you like. You came with me. Here you go. Buy a toy. So I like start looking around. And something that was a really big theme in like the early 2000s for kids toys was like spy gear. <laughs> And maybe Spy Kids had something to do with it, but there yeah. was this one thing that my immediately drifted to. It was a pair of sunglasses that had... It was night vision. It was like advertised like, see behind you. And I'm like, yeah, right. You can't do this. Oh, with the mirrors on the side. So yeah, I buy a pair of these sunglasses. My dad buys a pair of these sunglasses for me. Normal in parentheses, because like they still look a little weird because of the time. Uh-huh. And on the sides of them, like around like your peripherals, they had two mirrors. Like one on each side so you can like see behind you. Yeah, I had a pair of these too. And I was so excited and I'm like, oh, this is the best. I can't wait. So then I get home. And no. then you saw the giant clown behind <laughs> you. Ah! No. Uh, so when I get home, I remember like, oh, this is going to be so cool. So I opened the door and I turned my back to the door and walked in backwards and said, guess what, mom? I can see you. And then somehow, and this is a testament to how bad the sunglasses were. <laughs> I did not see the crowd of all my friends behind me. Because <laughs> then when I turned around and they all shouted surprise, I was so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you walked into your own surprise party wearing these like men in black glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone else was more surprised than you. They're like, what's he doing wearing those? Well, because like, why is he walking in the house backwards? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Sean's like, I won't be surprised today. I'll be the one doing the surprising. <laughs> oh, man. No, it was it was a good one. Um, and I think that party... Did you erase their memories while you were at it? No. And then try to start over? I don't remember anything else from that party. I think that might have been the same one that I... I had a pokemon theme party and a pirate theme party once. Ooh, we've all had a Pokemon-themed party. But I think the surprise one was a complete just like, hey, we got all your friends over here. Eat some cake. And it was a it was a cool sunglasses party. Man, you've lived life. All right, so let's let's get back to this theme because we decided that you want a themed party, but we yes, don't. Yes, I do. We, we haven't landed on a theme yet. Maybe it should be Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, spies! Let's make it espionage. Whoa! Oh, espionage is very fancy. Yeah, yeah. James Bond is always going to parties, like in Casino Royale. Yeah, James Bond, Johnny English, Spy Kid. Kids. The Kingsman? Yeah, that kid from Kingsman. Yeah, I was just going to say Kingsman. <laughs> Secret Agent Squirrel? Spy versus Spy. That, those are all the good spies. <laughs> oh, Secret Agent Cody Banks. Yeah, Jared's favorite movie. All very fancy. What, did everyone forget about Secret Agent Cody Banks? Hillary Duff was in the movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. Frankie Muniz? No, it was the it was the uh, Amanda Bynes and Frankie Muniz, right? Wait, what, it was, no, it was. Oh, it wasn't. I thought it was Hillary Duff. Amanda Bynes is a big fat liar. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with that Paul Giamatti's blue the born supremacy that's a spy movie is he a spy i get hmm i guess he's technically a spy we're inviting him oh yeah so i want i want my party oh austin powers oh yeah baby <laughs> oh jared oh, please never jared. do that ever again <laughs> jared you have 30 seconds to get in all of your austin powers characters impressions right now go uh okay okay uh well <laughs> get in my belly <laughs> 
then he does his, like, a yeah, bye-bye. And then he does, what else does he do? Dr. He Evil. Oh, uh, One million dollars. That's right? Is that good? Is that what he sounds like? Yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. That's, I'm, I feel like I'm butchering it completely. Gold it's member. Like when do I gold member. Christopher Walken. Ten seconds left. Support, you guys. No, you're doing great. I forget what gold go member sounds like. Go for gold. I'm just going to do what Five. I think gold members Hello, Austin Powers. That's my that's my impression of gold member. And that's thirty. All right, uh, listeners, thank you for listening to all of that. Wow, you will never have to hear another Austin Powers impression ever again <laughs> on this podcast. We're sorry. You know, there's something burning at the back of my mind. I'm trying to think about all these different kinds of parties and different themes. Mm-hmm. Are funerals? <laughs> Are they parties? Um, I mean, they're an event. Everyone gathers. It's a gathering. I want someone to die at my party. Wait, what? <laughs> That's different from a funeral. Someone dying at your party does no, not turn the no, party no, no, into no. a funeral. I feel like we've regressed to the big clown. Maybe not die, but can we stage a funeral at my party? And it's a murder mystery party, and we're all spies trying to figure out who the funeral is for. That's fancy. Oh, A murder mystery party could be really cool. So it's interactive. Yeah. It's an interactive experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you can be any character you want. I like that. Yeah, except for Austin Powers. Oh, no shoot. Austin Powers allowed at the party. Yeah, bye, bye. <laughs> oh, no, we promised No, them. you're not allowed to do it anymore. <laughs> I can't stop it. I'm, <laughs> I'm here to spy. Oh, no. His famous catchphrase. <laughs> I'm here to spy. I'm Austin Powers. Oh, Me God. and my chase toes are here to spy on you. I'm begging you to stop so we can progress this episode. Jared is uninvited to his own house party. Jared is far away. (laughs) You guys are going to throw the party when I'm out. I'm like, oh, I'm going home to see my family. Like, perfect time to show, yeah, to to throw Sean's party. Okay, so that's the theme. I want it to be. But I I feel like a a funeral could be, a funeral could be a celebration of life. Well. But we maybe don't want to celebrate death at your party. That's that's what Jim Henson did. Jim Henson, his funeral, no one was allowed to wear black. And it was all of his friends, including the Muppets and Sesame Street characters, singing his favorite songs. Mm-hmm. It was really beautiful and I honestly think that That's really when great. I die, I won't. I'm going to live forever. Yes. Uh, I want my funeral to be something akin to that. Maybe like a luau themed funeral. Right. Ooh. I, admit, I, am borrowing, I am borrowing that idea from a TV show. Uh, What's from, the TV show? It, it's called Search Party. Okay. It's very good. Uh, but yeah, I guess I'm inspired by it. I think a luau funeral is where I want to... So no, I'll, hold on. Yeah. We've at least we've established that it's going to be an espionage theme party. Yeah. Right. And that everyone's got to be a spy. Right. Do we invite real spies to the party? I mean, I want authenticity, if nothing else. All right. So James Bond is invited. James Bond is invited. <laughs> the real James Bond. Yeah. Jimmy, come on over. Hello, friends. It's me, Jimmy Bond. Just kidding, guys. It's me, Sean. I, I thought the accent was going to be funnier than it was. I'm really sorry. I mean, you fooled me. Oh. Yeah, I thought you were James Bond. I thought we had a surprise guest. Guys, I'm telling you, I was really into spying as a kid, so it just must have worn off. Well, all right. So we're inviting these people. How are we? I mean, they're going to have to RSVP because we know we got to know how many people we're going to have to feed. Yeah. How like, do we um, invite them? Yeah. I got it. Morse code. Okay. So here's what we do. We hire them each to spy. <laughs> on someone and the person they're spying on is holding a sign that says you're invited to the party. So it's sort of like a promposal. It's like a promposal. Or Morse code. A promposal. It's a party invitation promposal. I think it has to fit to the theme. You gotta be sneaky. They have to figure out that they're invited. It's like a spy situation. We have to give them clues. Yeah, you gotta leave some clues. That's why you gotta you gotta work in that Morse code. Maybe some Braille. <laughs> Who knows? I don't think Braille is secret. <laughs> Bra- Braille, Braille Spies don't use Braille. Maybe sign language. <laughs> Again, I don't. Think... It's very sneaky. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh boy. So we agree. Oh We're God. all agreed, right? No. So the invitation that we send out is going to be written in Braille with a blinking LED on it. <laughs> so the only way that you're going to be invited is if you can read either of those signals. Right. All right. That's very sneaky. A good spy would be able to decode it. I know that Helen Keller was not a spy. <laughs> But she wouldn't be able end to... End of sentence. End of sentence. That's the end of your... <laughs> end of... That's just it. I know Helen Keller was not a spy. 
if this party is anything like this episode, it is already off the rails. And that makes for a good party. Yeah, I guess so. You want the party to be off the chain, off the hook. You don't want to be boring. Well, what, Sean, what kind of drinks do you like? Yeah. What kind of, like, do you want, what What would be in your party cocktail? Here's the thing. I recently quit drinking. Okay. Altogether. So no water. No water. No, no alcohol. <laughs> no I, I, water. I quit drinking, I quit drinking alcohol. I want a fun punch bowl. Ooh. I think punch bowls are a great thing. What, wait, like a, what's jungle juice? I hear people talk about it, but I don't go to oh, jungle no. juice is like it's it's a really common in college parties. It's just a whole mess of like sodas and like. Oh, that's not a that's not for this party. Ooh la la, I'll pass. But thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I'll pass. Thank you very much. Nothing fancy about jungle juice unless it's actual juice from an actual jungle. Ooh la la. Don't mind if I do to juice from an actual jungle. Oh, you know what I like? I like when people drink out of coconuts. Now we're really mixing up themes here, but I can't argue that it's not fancy. Who's to say that it's not a tropical espionage funeral party? Yeah, the title of the party is James Bond Goes Hawaiian. Also, there's been a murder. <laughs> no, there are two famous JBs at the party, James Bond and Jimmy Buffett. Oh, Margaritaville. I just saw Margaritaville on Broadway, and let me tell you, it was great. How many margaritas were in the play? Oh, uh, a lot. People were constantly drinking in that play, both in the audience and on stage. How many spies were in attendance? How would he know? If they were good spies, he wouldn't know. I See? can't know. Uh-huh. I, there's no way. So I'm going to say everyone was a spy. To the best of my knowledge, I, everyone in that musical was a spy except for me because I'm the only one that can confirm is not a spy. All right, so, which may be a cover-up. Wait, because you don't know that everyone else is a spy. They could all be spies. I assume everyone's a spy. So we'll invite everyone that was there to the party. Yeah, that sounds good. Jimmy Buffett meets James Bond is what I want this party to be. Okay. So wait, so you're, this is really just a setup. Like, you're just trying to introduce people who you think will be friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a good party host. Yeah. Like Jimmy Buffett and James Bond. Yeah. You're a good party host. Because, I mean, what's the point of a party other than making sure that everyone has a good time and socializes? Right. And speaking of, like, socializing, trying to get into that social aspect, what about the fancy etiquette of, like, arriving to a party, leaving a party? Right. Uh, you know, like, when's the right time to show up? When's it okay to leave? Is there a fancy way about it? Yeah, I mean, fashionably late is always a thing I've heard, but I actually prefer it when I show up on time to a party. I like being early. I like showing up early. Maybe they're still setting up. And early? I can really? How early do you show yeah, up? how early? Realistically? No, I show up, like, 15 minutes early. That's fair. <laughs> do you help set up at all? Yeah, if they're, like, still setting up and I take the tinfoil off the tops because I like being helpful. When you're showing up early, are these people you know very well? If I know the person, Mm -hmm. then I'm showing up early. If I don't know the person and I show up late, I'll show up definitely late. 100%. Because those... Those conversations already need to be in place so that I could just kind of squeeze my way into one and say, hey, I'm Jared. Right. But also, I'm terrible at partying. So, like, I don't know if that's right or not. Maybe I've been doing it wrong. Well, I prefer to show up fashionably late. If it's like a party where my best friends or something are throwing it, I would probably be early to help set up. Yeah. Right. But helping setting up isn't very fancy. Yeah, that's why we have we have, we have have people who do that for us. Well, we have the bathroom attendants. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey and his two triplet brothers. His two. <laughs> we should probably have the other attendants that aren't relegated to the bathroom help set up the party just to avoid any cross-contamination. We have our official party planners take care of it. Yes. Because we'll tell them what we want. Right. Why are we planning this party? Because it's our party. It's your birthday. Yeah, and we'll cry if we want to. Yeah. Wow. I guess someone who really didn't care would just show up whenever they showed up. I don't think they think it's late. They just think it's the party is rolling, you know? Ooh, okay, okay. I mean, theoretically, I mean, if I were rolling up to a party, I'd be in my airplane on the ground and I'd park it right outside. And I would just stroll into the party and say, yo, what's up? I'm here. I'm ready to party. Mm-hmm. Throw me a like a virgin margarita because there's no alcohol here. Well, we, we should we should have alcohol. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want like, I don't want it to be a dry party. So I want people to have fun. But I don't. I'll right, be a regular margarita. I don't want it to just be alcoholic drinks. I want to have some options for myself. Yeah, absolutely. Like a 7-Up, like a cold 7-Up, you know, so you could just drink a 7-Up. You know what I mean? Like the lemonade. lemonade. Actually, I was, I was thinking like lemonade. Isn't that just like 7-Up but with sugar? I know nothing about soda. Yeah, lemonade is not soda at all. What if you carbonate it? Sure. On the other end of the stick, what's the fanciest way to like end a party? Because I've definitely had several parties in my lifetime where I need people to leave or I want people to get out. And I fireworks. I was thinking maybe a countdown clock. A countdown clock. That sounds a little ominous. What is it counting down to? The end of the party. The end of the party. It's, does everyone know that in, in advance? No. I just say I don't know how this got here. Weird. And we the entire party, we just got to keep looking at it. And then maybe it's like it looks like a bomb's going off, so I scare all the party guests into thinking that a bomb's about to happen. And at this party, they could be trying to defuse the timer. Um, I guess if they're all spies, they'll figure it out. Yeah. Hey, Cam, are you still there? 
Yeah, I was going to say, where did he go? Oh, wait, hey. Oh, hi. Hey. Oh, man, we both freaked out for a second. Were you being a spy? Yeah, I was on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to gather data for this party. What'd you get, pal? The mission was a success. No one saw me. I don't know if it's just my lack of presence or if no I'm a No one heard you either. Yeah, the people say that having a bomb is not very fancy. Yeah. It's actually terrifying. I think fireworks would be a wonderful way to celebrate, but what if you... what? what if you're attending a party and you need to slip Smoke out? Smoke bomb. Are you leaving for good or are you leaving for a minute or two? No, you're leaving. You're like, you're. this is it. I'm done with the party. I got to go home. I got to live my life. So when, when everyone gets to the party, they're handed a complimentary smoke bomb. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. So that way, when it becomes time to leave, they throw down their smoke bomb. And then they leave and no one knows. Now, are we sure that this isn't going to draw too much attention to the person leaving the party? Not at all, because they're spies. Okay. They're spies, Jerry. Yeah, they're elusive. I see how this works now. Okay, so you just go, you, you throw, you go, you go, and then you're out. And it's like, no one's the wiser. It's like, who knows? Maybe they're on a special mission. I'm sorry. I don't want to double dip with the with the topics, but what kind of transportation is that? <laughs> leaving via smoke bomb? By foot. <laughs> Can you explain to me, Cameron, because you seem to be the most knowledgeable spy here. How does a smoke bomb work? Because I, I'm uninitiated. <laughs> when you throw it down, do you disappear into the smoke? The smoke bomb isn't a form of transportation in itself. It is a distraction, so you can escape. It's a distraction. So do you throw the smoke bomb in front of you or to the right so people look at you like one of those bottles in the last one you or do know you what there's a good friend of mine who once said if you have to ask you don't know i so don't know how this works i'm not being stupid i just have no idea how a smoke bomb works you don't know that's absolutely true i but so you throw it down and then you just is it like a batman situation <laughs> you just you run away as fast as you can and hope the smoke doesn't dissipate yeah basically oh so it's by foot okay okay but if you have a motorcycle nearby why not? Yeah, you can get on the motorcycle. Yeah. So if I'm standing by the motorcycle and then I throw the smoke bomb and it goes, <laughs> oh, but that's part of the sound of the smoke bomb. <laughs> so people won't be, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's a fancy way to leave a party. I think so. See, what I usually do is just let the host know that I'm leaving All right. and then leave. <laughs> but if I had a smoke bomb, I'd use it every time. Right. I have another question. Oh. We're going to invite a lot of people to this party, mm -hmm. right? What if not all of them can make it? I mean, we expect them to deal with us in a very fancy way. I mean, they should use the utmost etiquette and respect. How should they decline? Should they have prior obligations? So I think that's um, something that a good invitation does. Right. It's an RSVP, more or less. You have to have an option that, like, is okay to let you know. Okay. I think that you have to have a good out for people, and that's your kind of duty as a host. All right, but m the majority of the people at your party are going to be spies, so if they're going on, like, a secret mission, are they, gonna, are they like, expected to lie to you? Because they can't tell you, hey, I got to go take care of something in France. Like, I Yeah, I mean, that comes with the job. That comes with the job, yeah. I'm okay with spies lying to me. If you're not a spy, don't lie to me. Mm -hmm. But if you lie to me, I assume you're a spy. If you're not a spy, don't <laughs> lie to me. So I have a suggestion for this invite. Yeah. Uh -huh. There's three places where you can put a check mark that determines your answer. Paris, Italy. If you're, <laughs> if you're going, ooh la la. Don't, Don't mind, mind if, if I do. do. There it is. Wow. Ooh la la. I'll think about it. And then ooh la la, I'll pass. But thank you very much. Yeah, that makes complete sense to me. I really like this invitation. We're going to have to post this <laughs> on our Twitter so that uh, other people can like RSVP to this episode and Sean's party. If you follow us on Twitter, you're automatically invited. But they're still going to have to fill out the form. Oh, you got to fill out the form. Oh, yeah. We're not monsters. Even though you don't. Lou Ferrigno, my dear friend, you are invited to this party. Oh, he's always invited. Yeah. I mean, you listened to that audio, right, Sean? He thought we were all very funny. I mean, you two, not me. I'm sure if Lou Ferrigno had the chance to hear you, Sean, he would say, it's pretty funny. You're very funny. <laughs> you're very funny. Do you think he'd say, Hulk laugh? Uh, let me level with you. If you really are, if you're like dead set on having this giant pinata clown <laughs> i would feel much more comfortable if lou ferrigno were there uh -huh. because he would protect me oh, if not us right. and the rest of the party goers okay, okay here's the sequence of events yes you get to the party you roll up you get your smoke bomb yes hot air balloons everywhere uh that are shaped like animals there's a giant clown just around and it's unveiled that it is a pinata we strike the pinata <laughs> clown's head comes popping off Candy's flying everywhere. Who knows what else? Some blood, some guts. Yeah. We throw a funeral and whoever was the one to break the clown is the one guilty of the murder. Right. And the rest of the spies 
have to out said person. I really like this amalgamation of this like really fancy party with a bunch of bizarre and fun little things here and there. Mm-hmm. I really like this. I think this would be a lot of fun. It's entertainment. It's music. There's this. You, you forgot about the underscore of jazz, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. How could I forget? It, the jazz is really setting the tone of the entire event. It's the mood. It's really creating the mood. Definitely need a jazz band. I mean, Sean. Yes. How are you feeling about it? Are you excited? So I, are you like ready for the best birthday ever? Because this is it. Are you ready to rumble? This is your dream come true. You got to speak now. Or I have a few things to say. Let us hear them. I hmm. really like the party that Cameron has been planning. Oh, thank you. I think the idea of the clown being conquered, people conquering their fears. If if my party could be an event in which people conquer their greatest fear of a giant clown, then that's a successful party in my book. Uh, I think the espionage element will be great. So you know what? I think... Spies are probably really good at getting gifts. Oh, we didn't even talk about gifts. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we should talk about gifts before I start talking about how Bucky from the Winter <laughs> Soldier is technically a spy. So when you bring a gift to a party. You know he's invited. I the mean, Winter Soldier's invited to my birthday party? He's a spy. The Winter Soldier will return in Sean Tony's birthday party. Ooh la la. Don't, Don't mind, mind if I, I do. do. Oh, my God. An official gorilla airplane production. <laughs> When I give a gift, Mm -hmm. I like to think of something that I think that the other person would want, something that they wouldn't buy for themselves. Right. You know, like I bought someone an album that I... And let me be clear, you're talking about a musical album, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to... A photo album? Yeah. No, I bought him a photo album. I bought my friend a photo album. That actually sounds like a really sincere and nice thing to do if you filled it with pictures of you and your friend together having a good time. No, it was an empty photo album. Oh, (laughs) wow. See, I just became a better friend in our idea of what an album is in regards to a gift that you have. (laughs) going to get himself the best birthday present. So I want to say, I think I'm pretty good at giving gifts. What's the best gift you've given? I think it was probably uh, my gift to Cameron on his birthday last year. Oh, was that the Sonic cell? Yeah, that was a really good present. Yeah, I got it. I I, uh, commissioned a 3D pixel art, uh, like shadow box of Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, that's a really nice present. It's true. So I I think the best kind of gift is a little something of them and a little something of you so that it's a very personal connection to that person. The best kind of gifts are ones that are a little personal. You didn't ask for. Yeah. Or something that you would maybe want but would never get yourself, like Jared said. Or um, animation cells of Dr. Robotnik and Drag from the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. You're welcome, my dear friend. <laughs> you know, wait, Cameron, I got you a pretty good gift freshman year of college. Uh, well, you're kind of drifting over the fact that I got Cameron a an animation cell of uh, Dr. Robotnik in drag, and it was four different cells, right? I mean, that's a phenomenal gift. Yeah, it was at least four. I thought it was just one. It was very funny, because I opened the <laughs> gift, and I was like, what is this? I'm like, oh, is this like is this like animation cells? And then I like, was like, it's Robotnik in drag. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, why? Like, who said? Because also it didn't say who it was from, because Sean had ordered it from somewhere. So like, who sent me Robotnik and drag? So, but wait, Cameron, I bought I bought you uh, bubble wrap for your birthday. You did. I don't even know why, though. I can't remember what the genesis of that idea was. I think I just got bubble wrap once in a package, and I was like, I love popping bubble wrap. And I just kept doing it. And you're like, I know. I'll get Cameron all the bubble wrap. Well, because no one ever buys that much bubble wrap for themselves without planning on shipping something. And then we wrapped you in it. And I t- yeah, it turned into a suit of armor. And I walked around the school yeah. delivering bubble wrap to the innocent. I just remembered another gift I gave someone. Yeah. So I got Jenny. I made a book for her. I like actually did book binding. Like, so you actually gave her a photo album? No, I, no it was just a notebook. Oh. Mm. I sewed the pages together, um, made the outside of the book. I, I actually physically created the books. And I think handcrafted gifts are also among like the top tier of gifts. Like If you actually like took the time to physically make something for me. That's a very thoughtful present. And I think also a good party has gifts for the people who are gifting also. Goodie bags. Goodie bags. Oh, so true. I think if, if a party has a goodie bag, Ooh, you get a I, little, I think it's like a little, a little par- the best. Uh, hold on. Something to take home. It's a party parting gift. Ooh-hoo-hoo. I love that. Parting favors. Oh, yeah. So the party continues even after the party ends. Take a little piece of the party home with you. Take that clown nose with you, why don't you? Here's what I want in the uh, party favor bag. Okay. okay. Sunglasses that you can wear that you can see behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The spies need their tools. You know those men in black, like, memory eraser things? Yes. Yep, the, like the pens. Like, one of those, but, like, for real. <laughs> okay. Like, when they try it on themselves, it's like, a, you know one of those guns that when you shoot it and the little piece of paper rolls down and it says bang? Mm-hmm. It should be like one of those where it says, gotcha, you're never going to forget this part. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And, like, a picture of the three of us, like, pointing 
disappointing. Yeah. yeah. And then you'll never forget. <laughs> I feel bad for them, though, because that means that they fired it wanting to forget. Like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, they had to use the gun. Yeah. They're like, well, this sucked. Oh, no. I can't even erase this memory. This is- Wait, so then they pull out the actual the bang gun, and they... <laughs> <laughs> this is bang. Gotcha again. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I like one gun. One bang gun. One false gun. Okay. All right. And then... Invisible ink. Invisible ink's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like an invisible ink pen. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you know what else? Yeah. I think we give them one of those, like, packets of gum that when you pull it, it zaps you. So that way they know that even though they're pretty good spies, we're still one step That's ahead. That's not fancy at all. That's, this sounds like a prank kit. <laughs> yeah, this is sounding more and more like... Something you give to, like, <laughs> your eight-year-old nephew. It's just an assortment of, like, weird trinkets. There's a whoopee cushion. There's, there's definitely a whoopee cushion. Yeah, there's definitely a whoopee cushion. And yeah. a fake pile of poo. So... What? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, if that's to complete the set. I mean, in a magical, mystical fantasy world, I, I think maybe you could send him home with some dancing shoes. You know what I mean? And then the icing on the cake. Wait, yeah. shoes would be a great parting gift. Holy cow. Yeah, dancing shoes. You know what I mean? Like tap shoes. Mm. Or bowling shoes. Oh. Bowling shoes. You know... That would be a phenomenal... Think about that. No one wants to buy their own bowling no. shoes. No. That's a great gift. If you had your own bowling shoes and you you went to a party, you leave the party, you're like, holy cow, now I can go to a bowling alley and like not have... To- I recently went bowling and you know what happened? The guy asked me, do you need bowling shoes? And I said, no. I, what if I already brought my own bowling shoes? He said... Well, I'd have to see them. I was just wearing, you know, I was just wearing sneakers. I gotta see this to believe it. <laughs> no one's done this before. Yeah. So I put my leg up on the counter. <laughs> I said, see? And the guy looked at me. He was like, really? He was taken very seriously. And kudos to him because that's his job. And he looked at me and he goes, sir, those aren't bowling shoes. I go, and I, I swear to God, this conversation happened. I looked at him and I said, if I'm bowling in them, they're bowling shoes. And he said, sir, it's $5 per pair. Jared, you know. I never thought about this before this story, but like you definitely look like a guy. Dude, you got school. Who would own bowling? I guess you just look like a professional bowler. Who would do that? I, I, you're gonna laugh at me when I tell you what my bowling score was. Okay, I got twenty. What? That's bad. That's very bad. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not gonna say I'm a good bowler. I, I'm, I'm pretty bad at bowling, but I've a twenty. I'm at least on the upper half of fifty. Well, it just kept going left. It just kept going <laughs> left. Did you move right? Yeah, and then it went right. Did you, Helen, Jared? Did you try throwing it down the middle? No. Oh. See, that's your problem. Well, I was rolling it down the lanes on side of it so that I could get the because. It, on, so let's go over this. Let's let's go over this. Uh, let's go over these goodie bag inserts. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got those cool spy glasses. So, so inside the goodie yep. bag, we have the spy glasses. That's literally what I just said. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Wait, hold on. So inside our goodie bag. <laughs> We found a pair of those spy glasses, right? So we got the spy glasses inside the goodie what bag. What else we got in there? Nerds, probably. Wait, what? Nerds? Is it the box that has both flavors? Is it the red? You yeah, know what I'm talking about? The, the, the pink and purple. And pink. Yeah. The purple and pink. That's yeah, a classic. Yeah. Uh, nerds rope. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, in a goodie bag. What? Why nerds rope? <laughs> because it's a treat. <laughs> you tell me you're not excited whenever you see a piece of liquid. When did we ever talk about nerds rope? <laughs> he brought nerds up, and I said nerds rope, and then there's also nerds gum which i don't like as much but we should throw it in there anyway. <laughs> i'm gonna say no to all this nerd stuff Ring pops. even though i suggested the first one they think we're gonna be sending a message calling our friends nerds yeah but they're cool they're spies how about a big old charleston chew what <laughs> <laughs> like throwing nut rages in there like it'll be a goodie bag no one will ever forget uh-huh. the unforgettable charleston chew yeah like that big one i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and you guys are gonna totally agree with me on it okay yeah, of course we are a treasure map <gasps> Whoa. Whoa, that's so smart. Right? Because then we could get them to find the treasure. <laughs> the ooh-la-la treasure we buried on the moon. You'll have to wait until next episode to find out more about the ooh-la-la treasure because I think that's all the time we got for this one. Let's get to our final ooh-la-las if we even can, like have enough to work with. We do. Um, I mean, entering through a tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we started. That's what I'm saying. Ooh-la-la, don't mind if I do for entering through a tree. Ooh-la-la. Don't mind if I do. I'm trying to get Jack Skellington up in this shit. Yeah, let's get Skellington up in here. Uh, Entering through a tree, ooh la la, I'll think about it. Because I want to drop down from the ceiling through laser beams (laughs) like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. And I want to (laughs) declat a little uh, carabiner and then say, hey, I'm here. (laughs) 
That's what I want to say. That's how Tom Cruise. Do you not get into the party? Okay, you can't get into the party if you set off the alarm. I'm not gonna set off the alarm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you can only get into the party. Like that's part of the challenge. Yeah. If you're a good spy, you'll get past the lasers. Absolutely, all the lasers that are surrounding Sean's party. All right, what's the next thing we're ula lying, Jerry? Uh, well, we already definitely we we want the big clown. Ooh la la. <laughs> I'll pass. But <laughs> thank you very much. I I hate the big clown. Ooh la la. Don't mind if I do to the big clown under the. Uh, knowledge that he will be uh, attacked. Is this a sentient pinata? We never really clarified how the logistics of this one. No, it's a man. <laughs> oh no, I want I don't want it to be sentient, but I want it to I want it to be lifelike but not sentient. I'm going to have to say ooh la la. I'll think about it to the giant clown because I I am, <laughs> I am skeptical but interested. So we started with the murder mystery idea, and it kind of evolved into this treasure map. And what are you guys thinking on, about that? Well, I think the treasure map includes like the Luau Jimmy Buffett thing I wanted to go for. So I think it all ties itself together really nicely. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do. We're also pirates now. Ooh la la, don't mind if I do on the espionage and the murder mystery aspect of the entire party. I think it's very classy and there's a lot of layers right. going on to the party. Like not everyone knows what's going on all the time. Who's going to who's going to kill who when? Well, we're not killing people. Well, they're the spies are going to kill people, Dude, aren't they? Jared, you're uninvited for my party. <laughs> That's fine. I'm going to have to... You'll have to sneak in. Yeah, it's what, I'm, it's what I opened with. That's what I'm doing. Well, like I'm a gonna, spy. All right, what's next to Ulala? We have the, the invitations with the Braille and, <laughs> the, uh, and the LED light. You know, Cam really knocks it out of the park. I feel like any yeah. spy needs to be a master of language. Mm-hmm. Ulala to the Braille Morse code invitation. Ulala, don't mind if I do. You all know that I'm all aboard the... Braille and Morse code train. In order to accept your invite, you have to be able to decode something. And these are languages. And if you can't decode a language, then you're a bad spy. That's all I'm saying. I don't know how I feel about the Braille aspect of it. I think that if there was a scrambled code and a, a thing to decipher it, like from... Oh, a, the Braille scrambled. <laughs> are the Braille letters scrambled? Cam likes his Braille like he likes his eggs. <laughs> or are the dots just scrambled and you have to put them into letters? The dots are scrambled. That's just wow. unfair. <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to make it to this party. I'm going to say, ooh la la, I don't mind if I do to the LED Morse code blinking light. That's definitely the best part. I, I I'm... Willing to cut the Braille act and just stick to to yeah. Morse code. Well, I want to still have blind people allowed to be at this party. Yeah, they're allowed to be there. They'll find a way to get there if they're a good spy. A, I, <laughs> a, a huge ooh la la. Don't mind if I do. Is if this if this invitation is also like a big pop-up book card. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a brand new thing. I know. I'm sorry to introduce it so late in the game, but like. Come on, that's pretty cool. Ooh, I'll, I'll pass. Thank you very much. What? This is fancy, not for children. I'm trying to keep all the inclusivity. <laughs> this is not for children. Children are not allowed to be fancy. Not at this party. <laughs> There's alcohol there. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, that's true. That's all true. All right. The final ooh la la. Mm-hmm. Sunglasses that you wear that allow you to see behind oh. you. <laughs> ooh la la. Don't mind if I do. Ooh la la. Don't mind if I do. Ooh la la. Don't mind if I do. I want to be able to see everything, everywhere, all at once. I think there's something that we were very on board with, but didn't completely completely embrace and that is the ice sculpture oh yeah Ooh la la, don't mind if i do oh yeah ooh la la don't mind if i do on the ice sculpture ooh la la don't mind if i do i think this beautiful ice sculpture is going to be shaped like a giant clown i was gonna say a tiger <laughs> i just think that would be cool to look at that's pretty badass ooh, a tiger riding a motorcycle Ooh, a tiger <laughs> riding a motorcycle with a clown nose wearing sunglasses that allow him to see behind him. he's got all of his bases covered ooh la la we gotta do the chocolate fountain <laughs> And the cheese fondue. <gasps> Ooh la la, I'll pass, thank you very much, on the queso toe. Yeah, <laughs> cheesy toes, I'll pass, thank you very much as well. Even though I'm going to, ooh la la, don't mind if I do that big old cheese toe. Uh, <laughs> I know it's not going to be at the party, which is a shame. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for the happy birthday wishes. I'm assuming I got some. Oh yeah, we'll happy, birthday, yeah happy, uh, happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday, Sean. Happy birthday, Sean. Thank you guys, thank you so much. All I want for happy, my birthday, birthday is... For you to review this podcast on iTunes or wherever you review your podcast, give it five stars, five thumbs up. I don't just, no, give it a truthful reaction. Please like and share the podcast if you really do like it, because it it means the world to us seeing all these nice things said about the podcast. I mean, we're having a good time recording it. Uh, If you guys would like to see more of us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at at OolalaPodcast, or if you want to follow us specifically, uh, mine is at Captain Tony. You can follow me, Cameron, Jared Amadeus, Simon King of Castle, (laughs) Lord of the Manor, Trenalange at Camelange on Twitter. Uh, tweet me some suggestions as to what I should get Sean for his birthday. You can find me on Twitter and only on Twitter under Jared Simon Says. So uh, I'd like to propose a toast. Is this, uh, is this fruit punch? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Keep your glass as high as you can and your spirits even higher. Mm-hmm.
Cheers. Cheers. So, hey, you know, that was a pretty good episode, you guys. I think. I think it was a train wreck. No, I mean, yeah, it was, it was kind of all over the place, but I think people still find no, it funny. No, There's, no. like, good bits. Well, who's that? Is that is that you? Yeah, there's someone at my door. Hold on. Maybe it's his roommate. Yeah, has to be. Her, For those bees. Heard him yelling because <laughs> the bees are back. Uh, hello? Jared Simon? Are you Nick Fury? I'd like to talk to you about the Ooh La Initiative. Wait. Is this like a podcast post-credit scene? <laughs>